Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, man, we got an echo. Okay, what's going on here? Got a terrible echo. Let's see. There we go. That fixed it. What's going on, guys? Uh, welcome to the show. It is, gosh, I'm a little thrown off. Sorry, I barely got this show off today. Uh, Ten minutes late uh, because Facebook... When I went to start the stream at 7, it said I had to schedule for Facebook 10 minutes out. So I had to do it for 7.10 Pacific Standard Time. Anyway, uh, I had to run Get a Monster. Uh, I've been super, super busy today. I was doing some invoicing. Uh, I had to get some invoicing done. But uh, got it all taken care of. Uh, let's see who we got in the chat. I think Random Nomad. Oh, Brooklyn Eve. What is going on, Eve? Good to see you. Uh, Brooklyn English Bulldog, my friend Eve, my new van life friend Eve. Man, I am so tired today. It's This happened to me last week, too. Uh, I worked all day. I got up super, super early, which is not a good thing when I have the show to do in the evening. Uh, I think I woke up about, I don't even remember. I think it was probably three or 4 a.m. and uh, couldn't go back to sleep. So I got up uh, and then had some invoicing I had to do uh, for a job. And uh, so I got paid because I got the invoicing done. So anyway, uh, yeah, just uh, welcome to the show. I am your host, the American Nomad Rav Holly. Uh, it is the Monday show. Uh, we're going to be talking today. What was the show? What did I make the show topic? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm halfway. Thanks to Random Nomad and some of my loyal listeners to this podcast, I'm halfway to affiliate now on uh, Twitch, which uh, I don't want to brag because I do not want to jinx it. But um, some people have a, you know, they go for years and in or not years, but it takes them, you know, a year or two of streaming on Twitch on a regular basis before they actually get. Um, I think I might go back to you. Hey, random nomad, you're on Twitch. So good to see you, buddy. Yeah, go ahead, man. Let's uh I want to actually do like a an event thing. So if anybody's on Twitch, like maybe a Friday show. Uh, I can get maybe some people to come on the Friday show on Twitch, but yeah, if you're more comfortable, uh, Twitch keeps buffering on my end. Yeah. If you're, uh, if you're more comfortable on the, on YT, come on back to YT random nomad. I appreciate you though, man, trying to get over there on Twitch. Uh, but anyway, I'm halfway to affiliate on Twitch. Um, which means it's, 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 a, I don't know. It's, a it's a bittersweet thing because if I make affiliate on Twitch, it means that I'll sign a Twitch contract where I can no longer stream on any other platform, but Twitch, uh, man, does the picture look kind of weird to you? I'm running at a different resolution. I was running at 1080 P and I had to downscale it to seven. Well, no, this has always been 720 P. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, random nomad, come on back to uh, YouTube. It may be because I'm simulcasting this to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch is maybe why it's buffering, to be honest with you. Let me move the camera over just a tad as well. There we go. Nah, it's too far. 
Uh, there we go. Yeah, I got a. I'm here. What's up? Hey, random nomad. Yeah, I've got a little bit of a new setup going on. So a little bit of a whole lot of a new setup going on. So my mic is not ideal, but uh, it works, I suppose. Uh, my whole monitor situation. I love that, but I just don't really have the greatest mic setup now. But it is what it is. This is about the only way I can set the stream up now. I know you guys have seen me like move the camera angle up and, you know, have different angles for the camera. Uh, possible this will be it because I don't know for I don't know how I can uh, change it around any other way now. Pretty much uh, this is going to be the way it's going to have to be, I believe. Uh, still RVing, Ronald Pingray. Yes, I'm not RVing. I don't have an RV anymore. I sold the RV, but I have a, uh, I still have a commercial uh, MT45 snap, retired snap-on truck. Uh, still have it. So I'm still a full-time nomad, but I have my office here that I uh, rent and pay a monthly fee for in Orange County, California. But still do have my uh, MP, MT45 uh, step van against retired snap-on truck. Let's see. How you doing, Ronald? Good to see you, man, on uh, Facebook. So that's that's kind of crazy. So we had Eve on YouTube. Uh, Random Nomad started out on Twitch. And, uh, yes, random nomad touchy subject. I'll get into it one day. Uh, but yeah, how are you doing Eve? Good to see you. How's the new van doing working for you? Yeah, so I'll put it out real quick. So the kid that I sold uh, Bertha to, I was I was desperate. I had to get rid of it. Uh, it was in my parking. It was in the parking lot here. So I had two trucks here. Uh, my building is a commercial office building. So my landlord was on my butt about you know getting it out of the parking lot. It had been towed twice costing me about $3,000. Yeah, $3,000. First time it got towed, it was $2,200 to get it out. The second time it got towed, it was $600 to get it out. And then I hit a car getting it out of the lot. So they charged me another $200 in damages for the little light lens that I broke on the car that I clipped trying to maneuver it out of the lot. So uh, yeah, I got it out of the lot. Had a kid that, uh, you know, just hit me up out of the blue, said he, you know, was really interested. Uh, at that time, I had come to the conclusion I probably wasn't even going to sell. Uh, but like I said, I needed to get rid of it. So, uh, you know, he took out a loan, uh, then borrowed some money from his parents to uh, get to a certain number that I really had to have, uh, or I really wouldn't go any lower. Um, uh, and then, um, I ended up giving it to him for $500 less cause I felt bad because he wouldn't have a lot of money left over and Bertha had been setting for a couple of years. So she wasn't in top shape anymore. 
And then he turned around a week later, took it up to Washington, turned around a week later and sold it for $15,000. So yeah, just my luck though. You know what I mean? I tried and tried and tried. I just tried, I tried to get 10. Uh, I was just trying to get 10. So it really, uh, yeah, really sore subject with me. So I don't even like to talk about it. As a matter of fact, I don't even like Bertha anymore because it ended up being such a freaking disaster nightmare. And then, like I said, I paid $3,000 to get it out of effing uh, freaking tote after it was towed twice. Uh, and ended up being harassed by the cops because I parked it on the street out here by the building. So, yeah, I was I was ready to literally just blow it up with some thermite. So, yeah, don't even want to talk about Bertha. Matter of fact, I hate that damn rig now. Just glad it's gone. <clears throat> and then the fact that he turned around and sold it for 15 grand. It was not a week, it was two weeks. Two weeks later, he sent me a text said, Hey man, got an offer for 15 grand. I'm selling it. Said, Good for you, buddy. Wish I'd have got 15 grand for it because, uh, you know, I even charged you $500 less than, you know, my regular asking price. So, yeah. He sold it for twice what uh, he paid for it. Pisses me off, but it is what it is. I just don't understand. I tried and tried and tried to find somebody, a decent buyer for 10. If I would have got 10, I would have been ecstatic. But, you know, my luck, I don't know what it is. Just do not know what it is. I mean, I put out advertisements. I put a, I did a video on YouTube. Um, you know, the whole ball of wax. Did everything, you know, I thought was the right thing to do. The only thing I didn't do, which what I should have done, is just sold it on YouTube. I mean, uh, on uh, eBay. Uh, that was my big, big mistake. Uh, I watched a van very similar to Bertha. Um uh, very, very similar, was not in good as good a shape uh, as Bertha, sell for $17.5 on eBay. So my big mistake was not putting it on eBay. I should have put it on eBay. Call you next time, Ronald. Dude, I tried and tried, man. I, I put it out there on, on Facebook. I put the video on Facebook. Uh, I put it on the Facebook market. It was on the Facebook market for three months, probably. Uh, he probably used your YouTube video. Probably did. Produced the whole YouTube video. Uh, it got several thousand views. And it was the most frustrating thing because I'd get people all the time telling me, oh, yeah, I'm ready to buy. I want to buy. I'm coming to get it. You know what I mean? Then they wouldn't show up. Literally had one person, you know, a couple of people tell me, uh, yeah, we're, I'm buying it. I'm going to buy it. Uh, sight unseen. I don't even have to see it. It's exactly what I want. I've been looking forever. I've seen your video. It's the exact rig I want. Uh, so I take uh, completely wipe my schedule to meet them. Uh, walk them through everything and then they don't even show up. So yeah, selling stuff is uh, not my forte as far as, uh, you know, vehicles. Same thing with my Mustang. My Mustang, uh, 
paid 10 for it. I paid 10,000 cash for my Mustang, got $8,500 for it. Original 1966 Mustang with a stock stock engine, less than 100,000 miles. The original paint job, which still waxed up and shined like a new penny. Uh, paid 10, 10 grand for the car, bought what flew to Arizona to Phoenix, picked it up and got $8,500 for it. So yeah, selling vehicles is not my forte. It's unless, unless it's Harleys. I've always made a profit when I sold my Harleys. Usually my last Harley I sold, uh, I paid $3,500 for it. I got a crazy deal on it, but I put God, I don't know how much money into it. I don't even know if I, I really wasn't a profit because I just got my money back because I put probably 10 grand in the bike or more and I sold it for 8,500, but I only bought it for 3,500, but it didn't even look like the same motorcycle when I sold it. It was completely customized. Ronald Pingray, do you get back? Do you get back to the ranch? I used to love to watch your stuff about the ranch. I had one video, uh, Ronald. Uh, I went back to the ranch uh, in October of this last year of 2020 to my brother's wedding. So there's a little ranch video up uh, you might have missed. You might not have seen. Uh, Random Nomad says, sounds like my Toyota motorhome paid 5200 for it, sold it for 3800 She sold it for five. Yeah, that's so irritating, dude. What made me so uh, disgusted was the link that I'd went to all the people that had wasted my time, uh, you know, come out, look at it, kick the tires. Like it literally made me despise people selling that rig. They'd come out, kick the tires, you know, tell me they wanted it. And then they'd leave, never hear back from them. And then this kid buys it two weeks later, sells it for 15 grand, five grand more than I really wanted for it. And I sold it for, you know, half what I really wanted for it. But it's gone. Thank God. Ronald Pingray. Yeah, it's on there. Let me see. Uh, I might be able to, my mic is freaking, I gotta get, I'm gonna have to go out and get some pliers because I have, uh, my mic is different now and it is, uh, it's all the way extended. It has to be all the way extended to reach me now. And it just slowly, I don't know if you can tell it's slowly going down. Let's see if I can move around here. I love my new uh, monitor setup, but it's not real. I don't know that it's not great for the podcast. I'm literally too close to the screen for gaming. It's good when I'm streaming on Twitch, when I'm gaming, just this view is perfect, but it's kind of a little bit too, too close. I feel like for the podcast, but I don't really have any other place I can put the camera let me see if i can find that video for you uh i think i can drop it up here ronald give me a couple of seconds if i can find it 
it's on the YouTube channel. Let's see. Let's just go to videos. I shot it all on my phone, so don't think it's going to be like one of those, one of my old really uh, well-produced videos. Don't even do those anymore. Let's see. Uh, man, I don't even see it. Oh, there it is. God, six months ago? It's been six months already? That's crazy. Uh, damn, YouTube lost it buffering. Oh, no. So, Ronald, here is uh, that. I'm posting that link in the chat. Okay, it's telling me my connection is unstable. Okay, now it's saying it's good. Now it's saying it's unstable. Connection is unstable. If you're on Wi-Fi, try plugging in your router or moving closer to it. It's so weird, man. It's only, I think it's because I try to simulcast this. Now it's saying it's a great connection. So weird. Like I'll do like an internet speed test before I start the show and I'll have plenty of upload speed. It's all about the upload speed. I need like 10 uh, megabytes per second upload. I'm going to just keep this crap right now because I'm having maxed out uh, doing the show, but I've got 76 megabytes per second download, which is great, but it's, I don't even really, that doesn't matter when it comes to streaming. So it's up to six, five, six. Yeah. It's not six megabytes per second. It's almost a seven. That's not bad. That's 6.8. I mean, that's, that's decent. I don't know. Maybe it's just because uh, I'm streaming to all three platforms. GT Taurus is pay for real internet, you cheap bastard. That's a good, that's actually true, GT Taurus. I'm using my building's internet because I'm a cheap bastard and it's free. So I don't pay for internet because I am a GT Taurus. My boy knows me. I am a cheap bastard. I would like to get like a, a regular line run in here though with a router. I'm thinking about it, GT Torres, dick. This internet is great for gaming and stuff. It's just uh, simulcasting to three different. If I just did this to YouTube, uh, it would be fine. But the problem is, is I'm trying to, I'm running the, I'm running the, the video feed to YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. So, if uh, if the bit rate, if the upload bit rate drops at all, it uh slows down gt taurus says forgot how ugly you are damn hey big head <clears throat> hey planet head so if anybody's in the chat uh my buddy or on facebook click on my buddy gt taurus uh photo there and look at this dude's head he literally looks like a human bobble doll i may be ugly but at least i don't look like i belong on a dash of a 85 Pinto in Tijuana, Mexico, with carpet on the dash. Actually, GT Torres is uh, one of my oldest best friends. 
Matter of fact, when I moved to California in 2006, he was one of the first people that I knew and hung out with and worked with. He was my coworker. So we give each other a hard time, but it's all in, uh, it's all in good fun. Random Nomad, welcome back, brother. Good to see you. How's the weather out there in Florida, GT? When's the last time you've been to LA? LA's not what it was, bro. You wouldn't believe it, dude, if you come back. Drive through downtown LA sometime and have a look. You'll be traumatized. It's like the it's like the living dead or the walking dead. Have you ever seen The Walking Dead on, uh, what is it on? The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's what uh, downtown LA looks like. It looks like an episode of The Walking Dead. And my buddy again, GT Taurus says, forgot how ugly you are, damn. GT Taurus, you some bitch. So, GT Taurus caught weather sucks like always going on two years, miss home. Weather sucks like always going on two years. Oh, you haven't been back in two years? <laughs> Lucky you. I'd like to get the hell out of here, but the weather is great here. It's not freaking as... I love Florida. The only problem with Florida is the weather. <clears throat> it is too damn humid over there. I love Miami. I absolutely love Miami. I like Tampa, uh, Orlando, where you live, GT Torres isn't my favorite. It's all right, but it's not my favorite. But I like uh, I like Tampa. I really like Miami, but the freaking humidity, Jesus Christ. I remember the last time I was in Miami, I thought I was going to have a heat stroke, and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was out on... Um, I was in Miami beach and I was out at one of the, I can't think of the little bar. That's that's the outside bar on Miami beach. You just walk up in, in there. And, uh, the damn, uh, I was buying Corona's man. They were $9 at $9 and 50 cents a Corona. And I was given a $2 tip cause I don't want to be a, cause you know, I'm a cheap bastard. So I was given a $2 tip per Corona. And I was thinking, God damn, that's, more expensive than a whole six pack. I could go to the seven 11, get a whole six pack for like six, seven bucks that time. Humidity sucks. I'm in Naples now, brother. Five minutes from the beach. Oh, you're in Naples. Damn dude. You move around a lot. How long have you been in Naples? Uh, random nomad says, did I lose the chat feed or am I the only one chatting? No, uh, you lost the chat feed, random nomad. Cause, uh, I'm chatting with, uh, Brooklyn and GT Torres. Maybe refresh it. Uh, Eve says, wow, did you see, wow, did you see, or what do you think about what happens? Yeah, I saw what happened in Huntington beach, uh, Eve, that was, I thought it was kind of funny. Yes, sir. Two years in Naples. Good for you, man. Naples is not, Naples is nice. Uh, so here's an interesting fact, uh, for you guys. So 
well, not for you guys, for GT Torres, my boy GT, and for Brooklyn English Bulldog. Uh, both of you are so GT. If you're if you see Brooklyn English Bulldog in the room, Brooklyn English Bulldog uh, works for your daddy, K Ken P. Did when you come back to California? Did you go see? Did you go visit your dad, your stepdad, GT Torres? Did you go see Ken P? I know he's got to miss your fat head, you dirty Puerto Rican. But anyway, so that's crazy. Two people in the room that uh, are tied to my old boss, the Pav Ken Pavia. So Brooklyn Eve English Bulldog, when I first moved to Huntington, when I first moved to California in 2006, and I start, was working for MMA agents with Ken Pavia, GT Torres was Ken's assistant. What were you, GT, other than Ken's bitch? What, what, was, your what was your real title? What were you supposed to be? I know you wanted to be a sports agent yourself or you wanted that to be your title, but it was, I, I you know, we all just considered you Ken's bitch. Uh, GT Taurus says I saw the full on main street. Oh, you came to me. You, oh, the per <laughs> you came to, uh, you, they let you, are you serious, man? I'm surprised that they, uh, I mean, Huntington beach has got pretty crazy. I mean, it's, you know, I didn't know they would let dirty Puerto Ricans at Huntington beach these days. You know, things have changed, GT Tours. You're a little too brown to be in Huntington Beach these days. I was the one that did everything. Yeah, you were, you actually were. That's true. Not, well, you did everything until 2 o'clock when Ken woke up. Brooklyn says, oh, okay, never knew GT. Yeah. Well, GT and I worked for Ken back in 2006, 2007, 2000, God, 2008, I guess. What was it, GT, from 2006 to 2008? You were there earlier than that. So what were you, 2005 to 2008? Three years, maybe? And then you guys had a fallen out. Around there a long time ago. Yep. It has been a long ass time ago. 15 years ago, bro. Can you believe that, man? 15 years ago. It kind of just seems like yesterday, but then it kind of seems like 15 years ago. It doesn't seem like 15 years ago. That's a little crazy. That's somewhere around 15 years ago, right? 2006, like 15 years ago. Got a freaking thing on my stain on my new hat. It's driving me nuts. <clears throat> but yeah, GT was, uh, when did GT work for Ken? He worked for Ken 2005, 2006, 2007, I think. Till 2008, maybe, or 2007 was when it ended. But GT, uh, GT did do everything 
I mean, he basically ran MMA agents. Ken was a wheeler and dealer, but GT did all of the heavy lifting, if you would say. GT did all of the, you know, uh, the fire sponsorships, all of that stuff. I helped him. I started helping him out, which wasn't even my job description. My job description was uh, social media, doing social media and taking photos of the fighters and the sponsors and stuff like that. But GT was so overwhelmed that uh, I would try to help him out some because, uh, like I said, Ken didn't get up till two, three o'clock in the afternoon. Random Nomad says, 15 years ago, I was first able to drink 0506, put me at 21 or 22. Oh, wow. Yeah, because you're 35, right? 35, 36. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. It was a good time with my boy, Rav Holly. Yeah, we did have a good time. Those were good old days when I look back at it. Even when I go to Huntington Beach, man, like, uh, oh, gosh. Uh, sushi on fire is still there, but all the clubs have changed except for, uh, excuse me, except for, uh, Sharkies. Brooklyn Eve says, I saw, I, I saw how Josh worked and what he did. So I can understand that. Oh yeah. Josh, I forgot all about, I always forget about Josh. Did you know the attorney kid that, uh, Ken hired? GT, you were still, you were, you left right when he hired the attorney kid, right? The tall skinny kid that owns like a, he owned like a UFC gym or something. Which I think all the UFC gyms went out of business when 24 hour fitness went out of business. You're supposed to be there in October. Thanks for the warning. I'll try not to be here. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> GT says that's that attorney kid. Yeah. Josh Davison. Josh Davison was the short ball headed kid though, right? Brooke, Brooklyn or Eve. I remember Josh. Um, he's an attorney in Vegas. No, I'm not talking about Josh. I know Josh. Josh was the ball-headed kind of shorter kid. The kid that I'm talking about was really, he was pretty tall. He was maybe 6'1", really skinny. Nate, I think his name was Nate. Wasn't his name Nate? Yeah, his name was Nate, right, Josh? I mean, GT. Josh was actually pretty cool. But we're talking about this other kid. And it was funny because GT and I, yeah, Nate. GT and I basically did everything for MMA agents. And then when I, when I signed on with the MMA agents, I think we had five fighters or six fighters and maybe two of them or three of them were in the UFC. Uh, Razor, Rob McCullough roommate was in, uh, WFA originally, I think. And then he moved to uh, WEC, which eventually got bought by the UFC. Don't forget your brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, your brother. He's out there with you, bro. He follows you to Florida. You guys are both out there together. I think last I heard, the Cube 
Scott the Cube Douche was out there in Florida with you. That's where you guys belong is Florida because all the all the crazy crap always comes from Florida. Somebody's thrown off. It's always anytime I see some lunatic story on the news, it's floor up like, oh, that dude, this this is a Florida story for sure. But anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, we did have Scott Cube Lewis, but what I was going to say, uh, yeah, Florida man, random nomad. What I was going to say is that, um, so GT and I, when I started, like I said, I think there was six fighters and GT was already working there, but it was just Ken and GT when I started working there. So then it was the three of us working out of Ken's house, his dining, his living room or dining room. He used to have a pool table in there and GT had the desk, the big desk right there. Uh, which I don't even know if it's there anymore. I know the pole table's not, but GT had the big desk and then I would help out on my laptop and we did everything. We ran the sponsorships. GT called the sponsors. GT sent all the fighter shorts to get the printing done, get the logos for the sponsors. I would take the pictures with the fighters wearing the shorts with the sponsors, give it and then send all of those pictures to each individual sponsor. And sometimes a fighter would have, they might have 10 different sponsors on their shorts back in those days. And uh, it was my job to take the pictures and get each individual sponsor, their logo on the shorts, a photo of it and get it sent off to them and post it on at though in those days, which was MySpace, was before Facebook. So GT and I, we did every we did everything. And then we grew the company to like, I don't know, it's probably 45 or 50 fighters, I guess, that we were representing. That time we ended up being the biggest sport, uh, mixed martial arts sports agency in the world. And Ken rented this big office floor. Uh, at the big mirror building up on uh, Huntington Boulevard or uh, Beach Boulevard. And that's when he hired this Nate kid to come in and be assistant VP or some crap. And he was going to be mine and GT's boss. Uh, Speedwear with Dave. Yeah, we did Speedwear. Speedwear Dave. Uh, oh, what's Dave's last name? GT? I can't remember. Remember your daddy called me after I quit asking me to come back. Yeah, I do remember that, but he still was going to make Nate the boss. So it was like, we've been running the entire effing company. Dude, you've been sleeping till two or three o'clock in the afternoon. And now you're going to hire somebody to come in here and tell us what to do. What the bro? What the, let's hit my, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't a, Kind of PO'd uh, GT and it rubbed GT and myself the wrong way. Yes, sir. We were the number one agency when, and when Nate came in, the agency went to, yeah, Dave Thomas. How could I forget that? Did, did you, okay. So here's a good one. I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. So do you know the story of Dave and Dave's 18 year old daughter and our buddy Tiki GT? Have you heard this story? If not, you'll have to text me. That sensor button is cool, funny. Did you guys hear the horn? I did a horn, but I didn't hear it. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't work because I don't have uh should work. 
Do you guys hear a horn? I just did like that. Me, 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 me. Did you guys hear that? Uh, let's see. Oh, I know. Maybe. Nope. I still don't hear it. Oh, God. Something just came up. Didn't hear the. How about this? Do you hear this? I bet you hear this. Do you hear anything funny? Let's see. Or this. GT says cheap ass equipment. Shut your mouth, bro. Don't make me come over there. Oh, I've seen you've been uh, training some jujitsu, though. Uh, mad props on that. Are you uh, a blue belt yet, at least? Let's see. Let's have some T pain. Love with a stripper. Dollar bills, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. And back to me. Yeah, this, uh, my horn that always works isn't working. That's weird. I'm still the man blue belt with three stripes. Jesus Christ, bro. After 15 years, you're still a goddamn blue belt with three stripes. That ain't nothing to brag about. Actually, I think Razor uh, is Razor. I think Razor's now Razor's a brown belt now. How often are you doing jujitsu? And you're training gi, right? Which nobody does anymore. We're in California. Everybody's no gi. Took some time off. I don't blame you, man. It's so hard on your body. Especially a fat boy like you, fat boy. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a true story, though. My friend GT Tor is there. Go look at this guy's picture. Because he looks as far from an athlete as anybody you'll ever see. You wouldn't think if you saw his fat ass on the street. Yeah, Tiki and Thomas, it's a touchy, touchy subject. Yes, Brooklyn. But GT doesn't know. Uh, he doesn't know what that subject is. But GT, uh, if you go look at GT's pictures on his bio or on his Facebook page, you wouldn't think he had an athletic bone in his body. But the truth is, he's one of the most athletic dudes I ever met. And it, it blew my mind because I'm a pretty good basketball player. And uh, he was talking smack one day about he was good. He was good at basketball and that he could beat me at basketball. And I would have literally bet him 200 bucks, but I didn't bet him 200 bucks. But he beat me like four games in a row. I can't believe it. Oh, GT, you do know what happened with Tiki? That's good. But yeah, GT is a very athletical dude. I watched him and Tiki sparring one day, though, and uh, GT uh, got a little too uh, overzealous and caught Tiki with a good overhand right and pissed Tiki off. And Tiki went full board off on GT. But GT held his own. So if you took time off from uh, jiu-jitsu, what are you doing now? 
Yes, gee, I roll about four times a week. Jesus Christ, that's a lot. You damn sure to be more than a three-strap blue belt if you've been rolling four times a week for how long? You got to remember, you were a blue belt 15 years ago when I knew you. Or were you a white belt? I think you were a blue belt then, weren't you? Did you know your daddy was training for a real fight? He was going to fight like an 18-year-old, but then he, something happened to him and he got put in the hospital. Gallbladder or like what? Eve would know what happened. He got really sick. I felt bad. I had to uh, like send him a message telling him to get better. Even though he effed me over too. Mai Tai and Gi and No Gi been taking it seriously the last year. Yeah, you should be taking it serious because you're freaking 49 years old now. So now's the time to take it serious, GT. Uh, GT goes, I would have fought the purr for free and beat his ass. I would have I paid, dude, I'd pay $300 a ticket to see that. See you and the, the Pav. Uh, funny thing is, is Pav get the, I can tell you already, Pav get the brakes beat off of him in that one. GT's got a really good overhand right. Uh, well, GT used to have a really good overhand right. It was sneaky because he's got the look. He's got them little, you know, because he's he's uh, he's got them little dinosaur arms. So you don't think he can actually, you don't think he can actually reach out there. You don't think he can like actually get it out. You know, come over the top. And catch you with that overhand right. So when he does it, you're like, whoa, what the hell? That's why that's how he caught Tiki that day. He pissed Tiki the fuck off at the old Huntington Beach Ultimate Training Center. I miss that place. That place was fun. The old HB training center, the original. T-Rex arms and legs. Yep. That's right. Got pretty fast hands, though, for a fat boy. So have you uh, got in contact with your brother out there, GT? The Cube, he's he's big in the mixed martial arts world out there. He's a, he's a mixed martial arts superstar ring announcer now out there with his own radio show. I watched his radio show, and uh, I just trained with Rico. Really? Is Rico... I thought Rico's still in Huntington Beach. Was he out there just visiting? I'm friends with Rico on Facebook. I saw him post uh, today or yesterday. I didn't realize where he was. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that dude in Jesus Christ. The last time I saw that guy, we were all out at. Uh, we were all out at Sachi. Was it Sachi and? Costa Mesa. I was over there like four months ago, dude. That you wouldn't even recognize that place now, or the it's so different. There's other clubs there, but F the Cube is visiting. That's your boy, man. You should reach out. He could probably help you out, you know, get you some real clientele. Like I said, he's big in the mixed martial mixed martial arts world out there. 
God, I hated that guy. I don't, I don't use that word very often, but yeah, I could not stand that dude. We literally almost got into a fight at the Hard Rock Cafe, and I think it was Chuck Liddell that was in between the two of us. Pretty sure it was Chuck that was in between the two of us. You, we, I don't even think you were. Oh, you weren't there, GT, because uh, you got you got off the bus and had to go uh, Captain Savaho, the chick that Phil Baroni was gonna beat up on the uh, shuttle bus. Uh, CJ McPhil, what's up, bro? It's CJ. What's going on, CJ? Are you? Is that Dallas, CJ? From Dallas, from back in the day, CJ. LOL, what a dick for hating your brother. You're hating your brother, bro. Oh, my GT Tours goes, oh my God, Phil Brony went off on that girl. You know, I, have a, I talked to Phil about a year ago. He was trying to get me to come to Thailand because he was training in Thailand. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was Chuck Liddell that was in between me and Cube at the Hard Rock in Vegas. And me and Cube were getting ready to throw down. And of all people, it was Chuck Liddell keeping us from getting into a fight, which is pretty hilarious. Training, he's older than me. Who's older than you, Cube? Oh, the ice, yeah, the Iceman Chuck Liddell, random nomad. That's crazy. Where are you at these days, CJ? Oh, Baroni's older than you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I kind of feel bad for Phil. I mean, all he knows is fighting, so I don't know what he's doing these days. I think he's still I think he's still in uh I think he's still in Thailand. He was training Muay Thai last I heard, but I don't know what the hell he's doing. Oh, uh, CJ, you're in Florida now, dude. My buddy GT Torres is in uh, Napa or Naples. Napa is in Naples. You're moving soon. Where are you moving to? Dude, that dude, CJ right there. I knew him. Jesus Christ. I've known him longer than I've known you, GT. I knew CJ back in 90. 96, 97, G, uh, CJ, going west for tra to travels. Yeah, Citadel Maintenance, back in the day. Remember when we stayed at his house, I was terrified. <laughs> when we stayed at Phil's house? Yeah, Phil Baroni. Do you guys know who Phil Baroni is? Phil Baroni. Spent some crazy times with that dude, but he would literally lose his shit and beat the shit out of people. So we were, we were at Tao. I'll tell you guys, I'll tell you guys a story. We were at Tao in Vegas one night. Were you there GT when he knocked out the two bouncers, the two NFL dudes? 
They were like six, 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 seven. Uh, I wonder if I could bring up, let me do a screen share and I'll bring up, uh, my other screen here. Let's see if I can. get this to work. Give me a second. Oops, wrong one. I have a new screen here. So, or this is the first time I'm doing the show with this new third screen. I think. Let's see. Go to YouTube. Do you guys know who Phil Baroni is? The NYB, the New York badass. We're talking about this stuff and people don't even know. GT says, I was in, I was in Vegas with you, but back at the hotel, at the hotel. Yeah, CJ, I'm still in Los Angeles. Let's see. Let's see. So this is, this is our buddy. This is uh GT and my buddy, Phil Baroni. And I was at the Hard Rock one, or I'm sorry, we were at Tao one night in Vegas, and I'm standing there. Let me let me tell the story first and set the contacts up. So we're at the we're at the we're at Tao, which is very very popular nightclub. It was the most popular nightclub in Vegas at this time. So we get to Tao. It was me, Phil Baroni, and somebody else. Oh, it was Razor. It was me, Razor, Rob McCullough, and Phil Baroni. Uh, and we're standing and we're going to, uh, Phil wanted to go to Tao. So we go to Tao, we get there at that time. Tao was, it was back when, uh, we really went there GT for, uh, wet Republic. It wasn't wet Republic. What was rehab rehab at the hard rock and the fights that were going on, but we went to the hard, went to the hard rock to rehab at the hard rock. But at night Tao was the number one nightclub in Vegas. Uh, and I wanted to go, but I knew I couldn't get, I didn't have enough VIP status to get into towel. And the line was literally probably like 70 people. There's probably 70 people in line. Uh, it's a white screen. You can't, you guys can't see me. I've got my screen on. Yeah. I have a white screen for the other screen. Let's see, but I'm going to share it in a second. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, we get to Tao and can you guys not see me? Uh, Brooklyn says it's a white screen. I've got my, myself back on the screen. Now there's, there's a white screen, but anyway, um, we're standing there and random. Okay. You can see me good. Thank you. Random. So we're standing there and Phil, this communication sucks this communication sucks. So anyway, we're standing there and Phil, I don't even remember what happened, but something set him off and he had a drink, uh, like in a whiskey glass. Um, no, when you try, yeah. When I tried to put Phil, that's cause I, I shared the screen, but I didn't have anything up yet. Eve. So thanks for letting me know. So anyway, we're standing there and Phil had like a, a whiskey glass or like a, he had ordered like a rum and Coke or something like that. So he had like one of those small uh, whiskey glasses that you get like a whiskey and Coke or whatever in. Uh, 
how to talk to you. Uh, anyway, so we're standing there and I don't know what set Phil off. Oh, I remember. I do remember. I do remember. I do remember. So this guy comes up and goes, Hey man, are you Phil Baroni? And Phil goes, yeah, I'm Phil Baroni. And the guy says, Hey, can I have a picture with you or something like that? I can't remember exactly what he said. And I think Phil goes, no, you can't or something, something to that effect. And the dude said something like, well, F you or something like that. I can't remember what he said. He didn't say F you. He was very, he was very polite. I remember that. I can't remember exactly what happened or what was said. All I know is, I guess Phil looked at me and goes, this guy, get, can somebody get this guy away from me? He's annoying the, he's annoying the f out of me. He, and so Razor Rob and I looked at each other like, what are we supposed to do? Like grab this guy and move him? And uh, later, CJ, good to see you, man. And so Phil looked at this guy and knocks him and hits him and knocks him out. So that brings the bouncers flying over. So the bouncers run over. And as one bouncer gets there, Phil hits the bouncer, knocks that bouncer out. And then another bouncer gets there and Phil hits that bouncer and knocks that bouncer out. And these dudes are giants and Phil's not that big a guy. And, uh, by that time, razor and I grabbed Phil and go, we got to get the hell out of here, dude. Uh, you're crazy. But anyway, I was going to show you guys some, uh, Phil Baroni highlights. This is our buddy GT, my buddy Phil back in his heyday. Well, it's not working. Said I was going to. Let's try again. Let me do a, let me try to do a share screen again. Let's see, share, share screen. <clears throat> oh, there it is. I shared the wrong screen. That makes sense. Okay. I have three screens now. I forget. And I don't hear any audio. Well, that's weird. But that's Phil in the red trunks with no audio. And GT Torres in the room. Him and him and I have had some crazy nights with Phil Baroni in Vegas. We could tell you some funny things, but I won't because Phil would not be happy about that. So it's up for the story. I just told you about him knocking out the bouncers, which was fun. I wonder why the uh, audio is not working. It's kind of weird. That's what happens every time you try to add something new. It's always going to uh, share. Stop screen. Let me share again. Share screen. Some screens let you share audio for the share. Check the box next to the window. Doesn't show the window. Where's the window? Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. 
I see what I did wrong. Now it'll work. Now let's see if it works. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, man. Gotta love it. I wonder if it's just for that video. Nope. It's no audio for any of them. Hmm. It was working before I got the other screen here. So I guess I'll have to figure that out. Because uh, no audio now. Oh, well. That was a grand finale, grand finale fail. Uh, GT says, all right, brother, this old man needs to get to bed. Stay safe. Love you. Love you too, GT, man. Have a great night. Tell your beautiful wife, Denise, I said hello. And I have never even met your kids, dude. I've never even seen your kids. If, uh... Oh, you could hear the audio, uh, Brooklyn? Eve, that's crazy. I couldn't hear any audio. I wonder why that is. I'm fixing to wrap this up. Oh, you could hear it, GT? Wow, that's crazy. I couldn't hear it. No, nothing for me. So I just changed my whole thing here. I can't really show you. I'm going to get a, a second angle camera so you can see my setup here. So I got to work out some things. Uh, CJ says, I can see you. Good to see you, CJ. I wondered what happened to you, man. Uh, GT says, I can hear it. You met him when she was pregnant. I can hear it. You met him when she, when who was pregnant? I didn't meet Denise when she was pregnant. You ever get back to Detroit, CJ? Or Michigan. I know you're from up there. And what happened to, uh, God, I can't remember her damn name. Um, what was her name? It was my ex-wife's best friend. Summer Travels, Sumner Travels. Kathy, that's right. She Did she move back to Alabama? Do you still talk to her? You know, I think Citadel Construction went out of business, didn't they, CJ? Sumner Travels, you're on uh, Twitch. Thank you so much. I uh, thought you knew her when she was pregnant, my bad. No, I knew her before she was pregnant, dum-dum. GT Taurus, big head, bobblehead. I'm getting ready to wrap this up. Real quick, though, uh, Random Nomad. I just wanted you to know that I had to get a box. I've got your, I've got your headset right here. Uh, I looked the other day and for like an hour and found the microphone that goes with the headset. Uh, if I remember how to plug it in, it plugs in right here, I believe. Yep, just like that. And this microphone. So I found the microphone for the headset. I didn't have a box. Um, I had some bigger boxes, but I didn't have a box. So I got a box today. So I got to get this thing shipped out to you, man. But uh, your headset should be on the way here in a day or two. Just want you to know that. 
CJ says Kathy is in Alabama. That's crazy. Yeah, I kind of I remember her saying she was going to move back to Alabama. I think maybe she was in Alabama with the last time I talked to her. Thank you, Sumner Travels. Did you make that Sumner? Let me ask you, Sumner Travels. Did you make that account on uh, Twitch? Uh, what, or did you already have an account on Twitch? But opened a new company. Kathy is in Alabama, but she opened a new company. Uh, yeah, doing great. So are Blake and Amber. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't even talk to Patty anymore. My ex, I haven't talked to her in forever. I've been in California and LA since 2006. So I don't know much what goes on anymore uh, with the old crew, but CJ and I used to run around. Oh, Citadel started a new company. That's crazy. So do you, have you ever worked for them since uh, they were Citadel? That was actually a good job. Uh, that was actually a really good job. That And CJ got me this job with this company called Citadel Construction back in the 90s. And back in the 90s, we were making... Gosh, we were doing these stores called Sally's Beauty Supply, which I'm sure everybody has heard of, and Dollar General. And CJ got me this job where we were basically contractors for this construction company in Dallas called Citadel Construction. And on a really good day, my best route, believe it or not, believe it or not, my best route was uh, Detroit, was Michigan. Because I had Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, which CJ gave me those states because those were his states. And then I think you took uh, California. Did you take California, CJ, and some of the West and maybe Washington and Oregon? And you gave me Arkansas, Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. And when I would go up to Michigan, Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, there was over a hundred stores, but I could do all of the stores. I think there were 22 or 27 stores just in the Metro Detroit area. And I could do all of those stores in a day or two days. And we would make, what would we make CJ? This was in the nineties. What would we make a thousand a day? I mean, we could pull in a thousand dollars a day back in those days. Texas and Louisiana. Tech, no, I didn't have Louisiana. You gave, I had uh, Texas and New Mexico, Eastern New Mexico. Yeah, 90000 a year back in the late 90s. What was the store charge, CJ? Was it $85 a store back, back then? I can't remember. But we had to do these preventative maintenance checks and change the air conditioning filters on the package units on the roof. But when you first got a route, like I went up and did New York. Remember when they took over New York, uh, CJ? There was 100 stores up in New York, in the state of New York. And those stores were in disarray. So it would take me 45 minutes to an hour in the, a store. 
But once you got the maintenance caught up, you could go back and it would take you 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, 49.50. Okay. 49.50. So it's 49.50 a store, but you could do a store in 15 to 20 minutes if you stayed on top of the maintenance. So, I mean, on a good day, now you worked 12 hours a day or I did and CJ did as well. You'd go to work, you'd hit a store because Sally's opened at 9am and they closed at 9pm. So I would try to be out of my hotel room and I would be sitting in front of the store when they opened or when the manager pulled up at 9am. Yeah, it rained nonstop for you. Yeah, in New York, dude, it was, there was part of it that was pretty miserable because I did, I did New York, the state of New York. I did New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. New Hampshire, uh, wrote, uh, I said Rhode Island, uh, what other states? There was another state or two, Massachusetts. Yeah, I did all of those states up there. And the, the worst thing about it wasn't really the rain. The worst thing about it was back in those days, uh, we were traveling and I was traveling with a map, uh, with a laptop, with an IBM ThinkPad in my truck that had maps 98 on it, Microsoft maps 98. That's how long ago this was, but I can make more per ballast tiles, et cetera. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If we change tiles, that's right. And ballast and lights. Yep. And converted the, what, what was it? F40 bulbs, F40 ballast over to the smaller, more, the smaller, more uh, energy efficient F32s from the, the bulbs for the ballast. I remember those days. God, I can't remember, believe I remember that shit. Yeah, we didn't have any GPS. There was no GPS. You, I had like a, God, I had like a, uh, what was the cell all tell? And then I had it started with a P prime co. I had a prime co cell phone, but that was funny because CJ and I both had cell phones back before anybody had a cell phone. So I had prime co, which eventually was bought and was taken over and bought by a Verizon. Sumner travels. You just made it last week. Thank you so much, Sumner. That's so nice of you. I really appreciate that. So you're one of the ones that uh, that uh, followed me on Twitch. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I had a Yukon. The funny thing is, CJ, is I own now, I own a 2006 MT45 retired snap-on truck. You know what a snap-on tool truck is? I own one. And I think back about and i've got like a 32 inch tv in there xbox uh a big sleeper uh everything and i think back about the old citadel days and i have the perfect truck now to do that job i mean the absolutely perfect truck um i had it to do over again let's see if i can pipe I'll show you a picture of the truck I have now is the absolute perfect truck to do um, that job. I mean, you can't get a better truck. Let 
Let's see. So this one is not mine, but it looks identical to the one I have. Let me see if I can do a screen share here again. Oh, crap. It's not on the right screen. Uh, Why this is not... So I had this thing, oh, there it goes. Okay, hold on. I had all these screens, as you guys know. Oh, that's so funny, because I, I actually, uh, I, t I typed in my Snap-on truck, and a bunch of my videos, my YouTube videos actually came up. That's hilarious. That's not hilarious. It's actually exciting. I mean, it's pretty cool. I like that. See if I can find a decent picture of a truck that looks like mine. Well, uh, this one, let's see if I can do a screen share here. Share screen, share screen, share. There we go. Let's make it bigger. So yeah, this is, <clears throat> this one, it's not a very big picture. I was looking for a bigger picture. Yeah, so this is, this is what I have. I own now. It's a diesel. It's like 12 miles per gallon. It's a diesel uh, Cummings engine. Allison transmission. Yeah, that's, that's what I have now right here. Which would be the perfect job for the Citadel. I mean, the perfect truck for the Citadel job that we had, CJ. Uh... CG goes, I know what truck you're talking about. Yeah, most people know what a snap-on truck is. Uh, Random Nomad says, I watched the video of when you got the snap-on truck not too long ago. It's been like three years ago now, Random Nomad. Seems like just yesterday, but it's like three years ago. Anyway, guys, we're 10 minutes after the hour, so this is an hour show. Uh, it was about 10 minutes late starting it, so... We've been running an hour and 10 minutes. I want to thank you guys. Sumner Travels, thank you so much for uh, signing up on Twitch. That really makes me... Oh, you use the emotes too. Girl, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, CJ, dude, so good to so good to uh, hear from you, man. Uh, let's see. You could email me if you'd like at ravholly at gmail.com. That's R-A-V-H-O-L-L-Y at gmail.com. Are you still in here, GT? If my buddy GT is still in here, I wanted to rub it in my buddy GT's face that I was just the assistant director on Bella Thorne's new music video, Phantom. <clears throat> Since GT's out in Florida being a nobody now, I'm the big time. Anyway, guys, uh, so for those of you that don't know, I do the podcast here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So you're welcome to drop in. It's great to see you guys. CJ, so good to see you, man, catching up. So cool to uh, see a blast from the past, dude. GT jumped in. 
who I thought was my oldest friend in here. I've known him since 2006 when I moved to California, but then my buddy CJ jumps in who I've known since 96. So what a cool show today, guys. Eve, Brooklyn Eve, English Bulldog. I love you, girl. Uh, need to see some pictures of that van of yours. I've seen some pictures. I did see some pictures, but I need to take a better look. Who am I leaving out? Random Nomad, my brother. I'm going to get you that headset so we can play some Call of Duty. Uh, anybody else? Just trying to make sure, going through chat, making sure I'm not leaving anybody out. Sumner Travels, thank you girls so much. I really appreciate you watching on uh, on uh, Twitch. I'm going to try, start trying to do the Friday show just for Twitch. I may not simulcast it to YouTube or Facebook. I may start doing the Friday, the Friday show just on Twitch. So something to think about. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for this show. I am the American Nomad, and we will see you next time. Uh, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, keep looking up because that's where it all is. And I'm going to get my intro and outro reloaded since I've got this new system. Anyway, guys, have a great uh, evening and uh, we'll see you on the flip side.